0: Shamin' this for everybody Flip it and twirl it, let strength strengthen that body From the sky to the pole, we gon' work out that body We talkin' hoes This what we talk about it Welcome to the whole cast Where everybody can be a whole cast Info that you need to know We talk about a lot and shout out to my hoes Welcome to the whole cast Where everybody can be a whole cast Welcome to the whole cast Where everybody can be a whole
1: Hello, all you beautiful hoes out there. Thank you for joining me, Susan Bartley, on the ho cast. Today's guest is Lee Canada, who is the founder of Imani's Closet down in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not going to lie. Originally, this episode was just going to be 15 to 20 minutes long, kind of dip in, dip out, learn about Imani's Closet. Um, and, and move on. But as Lee and I started to talk, and I started to get the story behind this organization, it, it didn't seem right to, to make it something short. There's too much here that's uh, of interest, and there are too many ways for all of us to help. And Lee has really created a wonderful legacy for a beautiful young lady named Imani, who is no longer with us. So when you listen to the episode, you will get Imani's story. You will get the story of Imani's closet and you will get a lot of ideas how you can help them through us or straight through them as well. One way this month is the hashtag twerk for your turkey. Um, thing that we got going on on social media, uh, post a twerk video, use the hashtag. Every time the hashtag is used, we're going to give 50 cents to Imani's closet. And if you upload a Thanksgiving slash twerk related video using the original audio that we have out there, you'll be entered to win a $100 gift certificate to goldbelly.com and a gift uh, basket from Imani's Closet with a chef's hat, a chef's apron, and an oven net. So that's the first way we're working with Imani's Closet to raise money, but there'll be more in the so, thank you for joining in. I hope you enjoy this conversation, uh, and if you do, I hope you find it in your heart to reach out and let's give some love to Amani's Closet. Hello, Lee. Thank you for coming on the HoCast. Um, we met a couple of weeks ago at um, the Pink Pole. Oh, the Bad Bitch.
0: The Bad Bish Takeover, is that what it was called? Yep, The Bad Bish Takeover Part 5, yes. Rosie Concrete. Yep, um, showcase.
1: Super fun night, and I'm glad that we met because a- apparently you. we have lots of different avenues where we're going to cross paths um, from now and into the future. But we're yes. here today to talk about Imani's closet. Um, can you tell us a little... First, let's talk about Imani.
0: Okay my my skittle baby as i refer to her um imani D'Andrea canada um born a scorpio 1999 came into my life i came into her life um early 2000s um i wanted to foster um and i felt i was in a place in my life stable enough that i could provide a good home um and support system for uh child that needed needed that in their life so i actually packed up from atlanta went back to massachusetts because that's where i'm from originally is massachusetts um, wanted her to have more of a family i shouldn't even say her because i didn't know it was imani at that time but most of my family connections friends that stability that i said i wanted to have with a child would be in massachusetts i felt um at that time so yep went to um fostering with the state, with the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And um, they showed me her picture and it was love at first sight. So, and it's so funny. So when I, when I first met Imani, little tiny, she was about three and a half, four years old, little chocolate drop, I'd call her big glasses. Just, you could already tell she had so much personality in that little body. I went into a, a daycare and she popped right up. Like she knew I was there for her and she didn't know. Um, and it was just to see her in her environment. I could see all the energy she had there. And I was like, oh yes, she's, we're going to do fine. Um, I'm a little bit more laid back, but just having that type of energy around me just helps a person shine. Right. So then fast forward, we did foster her and myself stayed in Massachusetts for a couple of years. Um, right? It took about two years to adopt, went through the adoption phase and I packed us up and came to Georgia where my more immediate family. So that's where she mostly grew up was in Georgia. Um, She was um, an athlete by spirit, by heart. She had so much power in her um, that I noticed at a park and she had no fear. And I love that part of her. I was that parent that people look like, "Um, whose child is that? Um, And I was like, that's mine. They was like, you're not scared she's going to fall from up there. I said, no, I don't want her to be scared. I'm, I got my eye on her, though. We got insurance. She'll be okay. And she would climb to the top of the, um, tr- the monkey bars or something like that and swing real high. And this, again, is a little, she was very small. So then I decided, hmm, I think I'm going to put her in gymnastics. So that's what we did. I put her in gymnastics. Um. And she loved it. She excelled in it because again, I think with me not putting that fear in her and respecting her not being fearful or having that no fear in her, she, she went and excelled in it. Fast forward through the gymnastics. She now went to the, um, state champs. She was in the junior Olympics and for tumbling, um, yeah, so she she decided at the age of fourteen. So now I remember, I started her probably in gymnastics about five years old. So by the age of nine, she said she was to, ready to retire. <laughs> How do you retire? So I respected it, right? So in high school, she chose to do diving, and that's a you know different transition from gymnastics because it's kind of backwards from gymnastics. You got to land different ways. But she excelled in that. Ended up going to um, state champions for her um, high school, um, and she had only been doing it for like a year. But she was always a, a swimming baby. Always started her early. Just always kept her in sports. So, um, so that was her high school years. And and through that whole time, she was always giving back. She was always. Um, she was the oldest out of six. And she was very, very um, attached to her birth family. I always made sure that she was attached, um, able to see her siblings. Um, even her, her father, who was incarcerated at that time, I made sure that she had a connection with him. Um, he had other children. But again, that was so part of her family, that she wanted that and needed that. You know, when you, I think my opinion, when you're in foster care and then go into adoption, that missing puzzle is part of that. You know, not knowing who your family is, who you are. So me, as uh, I decided that I wanted to make sure that she knew that um, piece of her. She um, started working, had different jobs, cheerleading. And, you know, she was just always very outgoing. I, she was even the only girl um, back in junior high school to play on a football team. Oh, who am I? Yeah. So I just I let her do what she wanted to do respectfully. Was she a handful? Yes. That's why I said she was my Skittle baby. Yes. Did she, did she have times in school? Yes, of course. But I, I always let her be her. It was a little extra again, because I feel like children in foster care adoption, they, they forget who, you know, they, you want to not take that piece away from them. Um, when, when they're in the system per se, um, So then, you know, fast forward again, now we're at the teenage years. She's a little, you know, out there, you know, doing her thing. She went to junior high school prom. She wanted to wear a tux. Okay. Yes. Nice. We found her a tux so she could go to there. She was, she, her, she had, when I say she was so open-minded and just so loving, but then there's that unsurety, you know, her um, sexuality, anything in that sense. No judging anything like that, me as a parent. So I let her do, explore, you know, let, let her figure this out on her own versus me dictating it. She would go to different, um, ask me to take a, can we go to this a- a event here in Atlanta, you know, whether it was just, um. Here I go with it. We talk about the brain farts when you're out there just, you know, promoting and being a part of a group that is not acceptable, right? Or having some fighting for their causes. She would ask me to take her. Of course I will, because I want her to be able to stand up for her rights or her friend's rights or anybody's rights, even if it's not personal to her or myself. Um. So then at the tender age of 18, um, got a call from her boyfriend that she wasn't feeling well. And we, um, I rushed over because it wasn't too often. She, she you could tell, a mother can tell if it's a different crying wolf or you're sick. I may not have birthed her, but I knew her well enough. that I rushed over, I got her, um, took her to the emergency room and um, they couldn't tell what was wrong with her. Was, st- was in there for hours. And long story short, four days later, she passed. Um, she had passed away from the topic pregnancy, which I think is so, um, not spoken enough about, especially for teenagers or anybody who is, you know, you go through the precautions of not getting pregnant. You go through the STDs, you go through the safe sex, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But what happens after the fact, you know? What, what kind of medical, what do you, you, things you don't know, do know. And we didn't know she was pregnant. She didn't know her boyfriend didn't know she was pregnant. And just that, that fast, um, and a topic of pregnancy, if, if not known is, uh, the baby is developing outside of the fallopian. So it can be surgically removed, but there comes a time that the baby grows and you could um, the Philippian too erupts, and that's what happened. Hers erupted, and so it was. She bled basically, you know, out. Um, and that was four days—a real clear four days in my life that I could go step by step, second by second, minute by minute. I honored her wishes. I know um, we, her and I, always had a conversation. You know, what happens if we pass away? What would you want done? She didn't, you know, she didn't want services um, to an extent like she wanted to be cremated. If I, if you can donate any parts of my body, mama, please do. But it was both ways. So she knew what I wanted. I knew what she wanted. Had a beautiful service. Um, my family, friends, her family, friends came from everywhere and she was just honored. And, and that's how I wanted to keep Imani um, alive. Uh, because she was a Skittle. She was full of life. And that's how, you know, when a a mom loses her child, you don't know what to do. You don't know it. And it took me almost about six months, close to six months to figure out Imani's closet Um, because I sat with her clothes. I didn't want to give them up, you know. Uh, you, You just sit there and every parent is different. Everybody, every parent goes through different Grief and I often get asked, how, how are you here still four years later? I'm here because Imani is still here with me, whether it's just her spirit or it's Imani's closet. She's just always here with me. And I know anything I do is for her still, whether her human body is not here, but her spirit is here. So even, you know, talking to parents, if they're listening to this, um, you know, it's a process and, and, I know you asked me who Imani is, but part of the whole process of knowing Imani, how she was, it helps. So my skittle baby keeps me up. So
1: explain to me why you call her a skittle baby. What what does that mean She's to you? So, I'm in the story because
0: it's so colorful. If you think about a bag of skittles, they're hard on the outside, chewy on the inside, and they're sweet. They're sour. You know, they're just full of you just have no idea what you're going to get out of a skittle, right? You don't know what color you're going to get out that bag, but it's still something good. And she I love was that. I love that so much. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Um she sounds like she was an amazing young nice. lady. Um and and I know she's proud that her legacy, you know, what she wanted to do in the world, Mm -hmm. um, you are doing for her and with her to get together, right? Together, you've created Imani's Closet. um, Mm -hmm. And I know she's proud of that.
0: Yes. Because she's the forefront. You know, she was always, it was never, oh, you're Lee's daughter. It was always, oh, you're Imani's mom, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Lee. (laughs) Okay. But you're Imani's mother. Yes, I am. And even when people come to Imani's closet now, hi Miss Imani. Okay. I'm gonna take that. You know, I I still let people. Oh, can I get an appointment, Imani? Yes, you can. I don't correct them or anything. I'm just like, let let Imani continue to be the forefront in in the closet because it is Imani's closet. So my second baby. So um
1: Let's talk a little bit about Imani's Closet. Uh, yes. You work with uh, children in the foster care system <coughs> yes. in Atlanta. Um, and then also the children, which this is actually kind of what grabbed my heart, is the children that have um, aged out of the foster care system yes, and are in that space where there really isn't a whole lot um, to help them. Yes. So they are also involved in this project.
0: Yep. Yes. So with the Imani's Closet, we we started out, our mission is to um, support youth in foster care and those who have aged out of foster care with free um, shopping experiences. Um, the shopping experience includes the clothes, um, like up to a week's worth. Um, we started out it to be quarterly, but sometimes, you know, there's growth spurts. So I definitely understand if a child has grown. Um, also the, the ones who have aged out, they, Here in the state of Georgia and other states, you do, the state provides certain services. But one who has been in this service for most of their life really don't want. They want to be out. They want to say, I'm done with you. I'm on my own. I'm an adult. So I do want the youth who have aged out to understand I am a support system. I have nothing to do with the state, otherwise getting my legal entities and, you know, getting my, taxes and et cetera for the state of Georgia. I have no direct connection. The state services do they use me in some cases, but I don't, you know, I don't go to them and say, hey, you know, so I have some youth that, you know, have gone to college and, and need dorm stuff. Um some I have one that comes back he and, and he requires job uniforms, work, you know, when you work in a store, you gotta wear that. So we always um give him gift cards. Or, Them gift cards, anything like that, because they may not be something directly in the closet that supports the youth. And so we do get gift cards. People donate gift cards. There's companies that I can go to and get gift cards from, and I give it to them, as well as some of our fundraisers. I have uh, um, funds that I can donate to other places. We also have done uh, um, just thinking about youth outside, um, just outside of the clothing part with youth. When they go to college, we we have a partnership with one of the colleges here in Georgia for a CDL license. And some of our yeah, some of cause my brother, um, Brian Canada, he was very um him he called Imani little E or Auntie E instead of him being Uncle Brian. And they was very close and he was very supportive of me being my older brother um of Imani's closet. And he passed away uh in 2020. So I wanted to do something in in his honor underneath Imani's closet. So that's what we developed a CDL scholarship. So that goes to youth as well in college, who are going to a trade school to try to drive trucks because my brother was a truck driver for all of his life. And so we created that. So we're not the the clothing part, yes, with the youth and foster care, those who have aged out, and we've expanded. To include this scholarship, we have done a, a literacy program before for youth in foster care, um, high school ages, and that was for uh, financial literacy, and they was able to get credits towards, um, high school. Now with, with, um, I know I'm, I don't know if I'm moving too fast in it, but since COVID, a lot of families, um, were in need. And so I, I dropped, I dropped the standard down a little bit and said, hey, well, I understand there's, there's a financial crisis in, in this country. And if you need clothes, who am I to say that I cannot give it to you? Because my daughter would have gave the coat or anything off her back. She would have said, mama, please just give it to them. She spoke to me and I said, okay, that's fine. So now Imani's closet doors are actually open to any families that are in need of free clothes. Um, so, so that, that part of it.
1: So tell me, how do you get the word out in the community um, mm. when you, when you have, you, you do four big days a year when people can
0: come? No, no, actually it's, it's, I start, so the Imani's closet is based out of my home. We, after Imani passed away, um, uh, my husband and I, um, Kimball, we decided to sell the home that, that we was in. And get a bigger house. And I said, Well, I want a house that has a garage that I can convert a closet. I want it not for our cars, it's all for a closet. All of a sudden, our house was closed everywhere. Closet was converted, every closet upstairs, bags of things. I was like, Uh oh, I didn't know I was going to get this big with donations. So the donations, we actually, because we don't sell, it's word of mouth. It has truly, been. I didn't have to use, I have a Facebook group, but it's been the word of mouth truly of the community because we don't resell and people believe in the service that we do. So that's how we get the clothes. Um, we've had um, different companies do drives. I mean, look at Ho Apparel, all of a sudden, right? You you guys are doing the torque for the turkey. Word of mouth. I just, you know, I, people hear my story I don't, that's not how I introduce myself, but they learn about me sooner or later and then boom. So the that's the clothing part for the donations to give out. Again, it's a big word of mouth, but we also have connections with some of the local churches. Um, the, the social services are well aware of us. So they'll point people in our direction. There's other organizations like food banks, um, they don't give out clothes, but the people who come and need food, they'll ask them, oh, do you have any coats? No, but Imani's Closet does. Again, word of mouth. I don't hardly do any marketing at all. I don't feel um, I need to, I don't have the, the budget, right? To do the ads per se, right? But when something is so organic and so full of love that it just spreads like that. And we, we have come to a point on our, our, we, our, our, home is on an acre of land and we've had to get a trailer, um, a tractor literally a tractor trailer emptied. It sits on the side of our house and that has become our intake. Wow. Yeah. We've had churches come from, um, I think it was North Carolina, a local church with some kids. They, they would came to Georgia to do community service. And they chose Imanis Closet and they came down and helped us.
1: That is so cool. I remember um, doing those kinds of things with my church when I was mm-hmm. younger. And it makes such a difference when you know, when you can see that what you're doing is um,
0: is making a difference immediately. Thank you. We we collaborate with um, back to school drives. That's when I say we've opened up the door to say, hey, if you're having a back to school drive, people will now, the different counties, not even local. I mean, I get counties who are doing it will come say, do you think Imani's cl- closet can bring some clothes out for our families in need? Okay. No problem. I get my, get my little rolling hangers, put them on a truck and we roll on out there. This past, um, back to school, we probably did about four, 4,000 children. Wow. That's a lot of clothes. That's a lot. And That's I say my trailer is still full. <laughs> My trailer is still full and we can't, I, ha, I do, I did have to cut back and say, no shoes, shoes, is shoes are hard. Um, and the story, there's a little story behind there. If you don't mind me sharing. Please do. Uh, when Imani, um, when I first met, met Imani, she had a little dress on and some shoes. Um, and she had that same pair of shoes when she came into my home. When I saw these shoes were too small for her. Four years old with a corn. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. You know what? So she, she didn't go, she didn't go without shoes. She mm-hmm. only thing I was a certain brand that I wouldn't get her, but everything else was fine. But I say that to say, when I took on the shoes, I thought of my daughter, um, and said, you know what? I want to make sure these kids have shoes, but I've decided to scale back on the shoes because you think about once you put your foot in a shoe, that shoe becomes your footprint. And I want children to have their own footprints. And so I I don't take shoes anymore because of that, but I'll take new shoes. Or if the children need shoes, right? Then I can use the gift cards that I get. But it was just that factor that I I, I remembered Imani in those shoes. I don't know whose shoes they were, but they weren't her and they made her feet hurt. So that's my little story about the shoe part. When people ask me, do you take shoes? Only if they're new, not used,
1: or or gift cards to buy gift Mm shoes.
0: Yes, yes.
1: That's something that people wouldn't think about. Um, That's cool that you made that connection, uh, and then carried it over uh, to make sure that these children have have their own footprint. Yes, right. They're not walking in somebody else's whatever. They're making their own way.
0: They're making their own way, and that's what. to me, that's what it's about. Allowing them to make their own footprints, their own mistakes, right? Learn their own lessons. And, and that's, you know, the footprints. That means something to, when you look back at your footprints, they should be yours.
1: Well, and my guess is that a lot of the children don't think about it, but when they're, it's age appropriate and you can explain that to them, it's like a whole new, like kind of a whole new way of looking at
0: the world for themselves. Right, and that's Power. why I like to speak to adults. So hopefully they understand me too. That um and, and again, it's not for everybody, but it means something to me. And my with me being the founder, I'm gonna hold to my values, my morals, and and my my daughter's legacy. And it may sound well, that don't you know to somebody they may question me, but don't judge my you know my my opinions on how I feel. It should be um. Del- received or delivered to whoever we serve. So, um,
1: one of the things I don't have on our website yet, which I want to get is the address. If people want to send you things, there's a lot of different ways to donate. We have a donate button um, yep. and, and that goes straight to PayPal. Yes. And that's funds that you use to do what with. If they just send money, what do you,
0: what does the money go to? It usually goes to, if it's directed, no, no, like one could go towards the scholarship, right? I need, they, that needs to be said, go to the scholarship, the CDL scholarship. The other direction is if they just send in funds that normally goes towards socks, undergarment, um, diapers, anything that I cannot give new shoes. Right. So it's the things that I have to go to the store and purchase. Um, we have a tax exemption from like one of the biggest stores. Right. So I go there and shop a lot Wally world. I go there and shop a lot. Um, so it, it just goes towards things like that. I have given some gift cards that I get from a, a local clothing store. I had a family that I didn't have. Um, I couldn't find the size. Um, sports bra for a little child. I just couldn't, I didn't, I I have my timeframes. I'm, I stick to my schedules for them. If I say I'm going to deliver on Sunday, I'm going to deliver on Sunday, you know, God, you know, something happens. So this often I'll just give them a gift card to a store and say, Hey, can you get here? First of all. And then I give them this, this is for you to get your, um, undergarment, but I go purchase the, I'll either have some on hand already, or I go purchase it. So it, it always goes towards a, a new type of item. Um, I get. I've I've had young mothers um, that are with 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 child. You know, they're going through a pregnancy, and they can't afford a, a crib. So I take those funds and I purchase cribs, um, car seats. Because car seats, you never know. I do get car seats donated, but I have to check the expiration on them. I have to check and hopefully they're honest and tell me and the families, you know, you, I know you get a vibe, right? I know when someone is donating that they're pretty good, but car seats, you know, they can't be expired and they cannot have been in an accident. So I can, I take funds that way as well to purchase car seats, um strollers, things, some bigger items, you know, I've I've had to purchase a bed set before, a toddler bed. So it, it really, it varies. It's wide. And I also have to, you know, sometimes, you know, I replace the gas, you know, because I literally cover the state of Georgia and we have our own bank account. We are totally legit. We got our charity license, everything. But when I have to drive two hours to deliver a young woman, a a whole crib and a, you know, that's, you know, so I have my budget for that too. But that's where um, the money goes towards when it's donated. so. That's
1: where the that's where the the money donated. And then if they want to donate, um, can you can you donate some of those new items? Like can can we donate packs of socks, packs of underwear? Oh yes, um, yes. Do, is there a, a way to know what you need, or is it just what your um, heart? I go to Walmart, and my heart sees Spider
0: Man under underoos. Exactly. You go to those racks, and you see it. I take it. Pajamas. You know, people go and just wipe out, you know, when the winter sales are over, they go wipe out the pajama. Next again, no, I got a whole bunch of 4T, 5T pajamas. Um, so in in the other way, some people do Amazon Smile. So when you go on Amazon, you do Amazon Smile, you choose the nonprofit and then you can pick and choose. Do I have a list on there? No. Um, I think I have a little list, but most people, again, it goes for what they want to you know, if they feel like doing t-shirts or um, baby bags or something like that, then it gets delivered directly to my residents. Um, so Amazon Smile uh, or mailing it, you know, or we, if they're here in Georgia, they could make arrangements with me and I come pick it up. A lot of the donations, that's one of the services they love is that I do pickups too during the weekend. Um, so I can go pick it up. I've had someone donate bags. Oh, I'm always needing bags. Let me tell you, I do not deliver any clothes and trash bags whatsoever. They're either in a backpack or they're in a tote bag. If I have a large family, we support on um, one of the groups, um, NAMI It's for grandparents who take care of their grandchildren. children. And that's still that's still foster care. You now we there's a huge. um Some people don't understand that when you're taking care of, if you're taking care of your sister's nephew, you're still fostering that child. It doesn't mean that the 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 child was taken out of the home and given to a a stranger family. You know, sometimes it's it, we're it's within the family who's taking care of them. So I support this grandparent organization close to me. And they can they can have three, five different children, grandchildren wow. that they're taking care of. I deliver their clothes in suitcases. So we take suitcases too. Those don't have to be new, but I do use those um to to deliver stuff.
1: So uh tote bags like like the
0: reasonable grocery bags, like the cool ones that you get, or is that too small? Do you need big ones? No. No, sizes, it varies on size. Cause like the baby ones, newborns go in a smaller bag. If I get a, a a larger teenager, you know, they'll go in the bigger bags. Um, you know, the, I don't know if you, IKEA bags, you ever see those? So those are a good size, but usually the tote bags are fine. Go ahead. Is there anything, um,
1: that you always need that you never have enough of? Always
0: need that I never have enough of. Um underwear, undergarments. For both m- boys, girls, don't matter. All sizes, okay. All sizes. Um, I run out of junior clothes, junior like teenage, okay. Um teenager type clothes. I run out of those often. Okay. Um,
1: any size specific or just
0: got, go to the teen section. The teen. And, I, yeah, go in the teen section, just junior clothes, you know, because their sizes vary so much, um, there's such a borderline between, you know, toddler juniors, adults, it's the junior space. Okay. Um, larger that that's a, that's hard. I'd say a larger toddler, if that makes sense. Uh, uh, imagine an eight-year-old who wears a size 14, 16, 18, 20, right? It's not a a, a common size that is is donated, but it's a common size that is needed. needed. So when I get that one child that requires it, they, I used to give the most, you know, I'm like here because it's, it's hard to find. So when, so what is that? That's a, um, the larger size within the toddler, um, okay. space. So I'm like 14, 16s, 18, 20s. So you're still in, you could still be in, um, uh, what is it called? Junior high school per se, you know, or eight no that's not junior high elementary school and need that a larger size that is real difficult for me i was going to ask
1: that um w- with the older children uh the larger sizes cuz i'm i live in a world where the most of the men i know are all 2x or 3x or 4x right so i'm mm-hmm. around a lot of big dudes so that's right. where my brain goes but when i'm right. out in the world i realize that the majority of people think in terms of medium large and maybe extra large. Do right. you have problems? Do, do you have um, larger human beings that, that yes. need clothes? And is it harder that's, to find?
0: That's not harder to find because I get a lot of donation for adults. Okay. Um, my, my walls of my garage, like you can see it, my walls of my garage have hangers and that's full of adult stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, as well as some floor racks. And then I have the children's stuff on the, on the rolling racks and floor racks. I, the adult stuff, um, gets donated a lot more okay. than a junior. Okay. So that, that part I'm, I'm good in that space. Um, I work with an organization that they do a, um, was it a dress for success as part of their program. They teach children, they te- they teach young adults how to interview for a job and do their resumes. I provide their clothes. So now I have a 14, 15 high school, right? That need to go do an interview at a coffee shop. So that's when I say the junior part, the young adult part, some adults could be their same size, but not the same style. That's why I really don't ever say no to donations because I have every style of clothing in there. But when you get to some of those, uh, 18 year old in high school is wearing a size junior, 13, 14. See this? It's, it's, it's it's kind of unbalanced, right? So you got to figure out and they, I have to pick this clothes out. I'm grateful that I, I'm pretty good at it. I don't, I, I think through the years, I've just come to talk to the kids, figure out their styles. I make forms and stuff like that. So I get to know them a little bit better. But it, it that's the close that that's the unbalanced part is trying to figure out these clothes for the high school and their size doesn't have it. People usually donate adult clothes or baby clothes. Oh, baby clothes. So nothing in between. That's okay. my gap. That's my gap okay.
1: there. Um and you so so you're saying you the website says you do the four big events a year but but are you saying that that sort of morphed into
0: um big events? I think that's my um board meetings.
1: Oh okay. So you yeah. so you are pretty much on call whenever needed?
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm on call. 24 hours, yep. If they email so cuz in the website you can fill out a form and it comes directly to my email. So I get those emails um on my phone or on my laptop so i'm always hearing a bing bing you know right or through facebook they'll set up um through the group they'll set up appointments and so again bing bing you hear that stuff so i'm pretty much on call and then what i do is i set up the appointments at 2 hour increments and not more than one family can come at the same time so i don't have it like oh my doors are open and you can come you have to make an appointment and then I want them That's that I want them to have the experience on their own. Cause sometimes the children do come with them and I want them to be able to look around, you know, even though it's in a garage, it's still pretty set up, pretty nice. We have books in there. We have, um, paper, pens, notepad, you know, things like that too for school. So it's just not closed jewelry. Um, they really, you know, a little girl always loves some jewelry sometimes. Um, so I, I set it up in two hour increments and then that's how they can come to the house. So it's never an open door policy. That's why I say it's 24 um, by seven. And it's, I, I have it like that because I do get emergencies. I, I, I get emergencies of someone's been placed and a social worker would say, hey, they'll call me or send a message 10 o'clock at night. Can I come by first thing in the morning? Because they literally have nothing. I'm like, of course, what do you need? What do you need me to do? So I'll try to have it prepared for them already so they can just grab and go.
1: If um, if there was one thing that uh, the listeners of the HoCast, the customers of Ho Apparel, friends of myself could provide for Amani's Closet, what would it be? Just in a perfect world, you said... This is what I want you to, to give to Amani's closet.
0: Let's mm, break my eyes, Terry time. Time would be huge because it's just me.
1: Um, let's
0: see. Um, And spread the word, spread the word. Sometimes it's not, you know, the donations, the funds that always helps. But if I can get out there more. And, and people, uh, pu- you know, the government has a lot to do with how you get grants. You know, I need help with writing grants. I need administration help. I need, you know, that's when I see the, the time, the volunteer time would be amazing. Um, the funds always help, but I need to get to another level. I, I, I need Imani's closet to grow. In order to grow, um, I have to, be able to show certain things. I have to become more, um, I'm organized, but I'm not organized. Um, the, if I was to receive a, in my perfect world, I'd have a school bus also. I'd have a school bus that's converted to a closet. And that way I can drive up to the community centers of the grandparents and say, hey, you guys come on the bus. You do it. You shop for your grandchildren because they don't have transportation. Right. And I could make more events that way. Um,
1: Transportation is a piece that I think um, those that have no problems with it don't understand how limiting lack of
0: transportation can be. Yeah. Especially if you don't live in the city. Right. And it's huge. And, you know, I I mean, I, I, I don't know how much how much time you spend here in Atlanta when you was visiting or working um but transport you know you need a car here the the um transportation is is not that easy the buses the trains so I can easily have to drive 45 minutes just to get to one person and then cross my fingers they like what I bring them I can't imagine being out there on a school bus let let the children pick it out Give them some sense back of some worth, self worth, right? So I think that would be my other big wish. So that was three, right? Time, spread the word, and I want my school bus. You want a school bus? Bonnie's closet on wheels. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? It would be awesome. And we would say, "Do you want a storefront?" I think this is so special how I am right now. It's so um organic, it's so uncloned for me to be running it out of my house where Imani is, you know with me all day. Um a store would be difficult for me personally, right? Then I'd really have to hire people. Now that's taking away stuff. Right. Um so I'm not big on the storefront and then it you know people will be knocking on the door leaving stuff. I I'm not trying to be like Goodwill. whatsoever, oh sorry. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be like them at all. I want to. I I like me being small yet big, just like Imani was. She was small yet big.
1: Well, and I think that's important to say that you're not trying to be. You're not a thrift store. You're not a place for people to just get rid of the stuff they don't want anymore. No, you want donations um, that will speak to the families that you were providing for. So, um, you know, ratty, ugly, terribly out of style. Like this isn't, we don't just want to put these children in a sweater to keep them warm. We want to give them the confidence, um, the, the, to be able to go to school and, you know, fit in and not look, not look different.
0: Exactly. Um, And know that they, and know that they can come back. And know that they want to come back they want to come back, and want to come back. That's my big thing. So when I say my, um, return of people, families is very high. It, it's very high. They come back. They don't even, they not only come back, but they donate back. So those families that are fostering uh, that that's, they're always fostering. And then, you know, they, could end up going back home. Fostering doesn't always turn into adoption. They come, but yet things they have, they donate back for another family. I think that's huge, huge. And it says something to me that okay, what I have, the service that we're providing, the the products and clothing, etc., that we're given is is of value. And that's important to me. That is very important. Um
1: Is there anything else that you would like to say about Imani or, or um, about yourself?
0: Um, Well, this week, you know, her birthday is November 13th. So this to me, this is the first year I have not um, gone all out and try to do a fundraiser myself. So first of all, I'm thankful for whole apparel. I'm going to say I'm so thankful for my community, because not only am I um, Imani's mom, I am also, I, I am in the pole community, so I do. And so my 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 family, I say my pole family has really been a big support system. So I, I thank you because now I consider you my pole family too, um, of just being out there. Imani would have loved that she would have been right up there with me. And I would have been proud to have her by my side. With her being her birthday coming up on Sunday, just doing this podcast is um such a good feeling to me. And I know she's there saying, good job, mom, you know. Um, and doing the fundraiser. So even though I didn't do the traditional fundraiser that I would do for your money's closet, they're still being done out there. And that's what I say when people come and th- Give me time. You gave time. Um, whole Apparel gave time to Imani's closet that I didn't have to do it. You know, I I send out a few messages to the family here, whole family. and They they coming out. They're doing it. So they I are. That. They're doing it right. They
1: are. We're getting so many great videos coming in. Oh, yes. I love it so much.
0: So so that part of it, I think that that's what I would say is happy birthday to my Imani. Um, we're doing this for her. Um, we're doing this for her. I, I want to say her family, um, meaning other children, you know, who were, were was in or is in the same predicament that she was in at one time. So I appreciate that piece of it. This is an awesome way to celebrate and honor Imani. I want to. Flip the script
1: just a little bit, and instead of saying we're doing this for her, say she's done it all for us. That's true. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for her, there wouldn't be this opportunity for so many of us to reach out into the community exactly. and help um, and help others. So, a big thank you.
0: Yes, the legacy you. lives on. Yes, ma'am. You're right. So, thank 100%. you for doing that. Thank you thank you
1: for hopping on with me today um this is this has been wonderful i i i kind of knew the story but i didn't know the whole story and um mm. i'm glad to hear it i know that my listeners will be glad to hear it um, I this. if i can get all my stuff together we'll get this edited down this week and maybe we'll release it on sunday
0: ooh that would be awesome
1: that would be pretty pretty amazing yes. i think
0: um get
1: my ducks in a row. So uh, I, I look forward to, to, to trying to do that and celebrating in style on Sunday. Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: And Imani will be very so grateful. And the website is, um, Imani's closet. So it's www.imaniscloset.org. Closet, um, being a nonprofit. So it's dot org. Facebook is the same thing, Imani's Closet, as well as um, Instagram, Imani's Closet. Okay. So, folks, located, that's great. Yeah, we're located in Loganville, Georgia. So, we're right outside of the city of Atlanta. And if for some
1: reason they can't get in touch with you at any of those wonderful places, they can always get in touch with me here at Hoe Apparel, and I can connect them. So, um no excuses. And be looking, at um, yeah, be looking in the future. We're going to, we have, we are partnering with Imani's closet. So we are partnering for the hashtag twerk for your Turkey through November, but that will not be our only, um, the only thing that we do together. My brain is already cooking up other ways to, to support you. So, um, this is just the introduction. Yes. We're now connected. We are now connected. And there will be much
0: more to come. I appreciate that so much. I really do.
1: Well, thank you. Um, thank you very much. And I look forward to our future together.
0: Okay. Have a good afternoon. You too.
1: Buddy, we oh. this what we talk about it. Thank you so much for joining the first episode of the HOcast. If you are interested in seeing what my little company, Ho Apparel, is all about, you can check us out at www.hoapparel.com. That is Ho spelled H-E-A-U-X-X-X apparel.com, or you can find us on Instagram at Ho, H-E-A-U-X, underscore apparel, A-P-P-A-R-E-L or on Facebook at Ho Apparel again with just one X. So there's three X's in our website, only one X in our social media platforms, or you can reach out to us by email at Ho Apparel, three X's at gmail.com. See you next time.